What is up, everybody? This is Recap Rewind. I'm Jay Lag, and I'm NB, and we are recapping American Horror Story 1984, and that is episode two of the season. And yeah, what did you think? Um, I really enjoyed the episode. I think it left me with like a lot of questions, but I think I'm okay with that at this point in the season. And I have a lot of predictions and guesses. What about you? I I like the episode and then things got really, really weird, like in a way that I didn't expect it to go at all. Like this season, I thought it was just going to be like a regular slasher season, but it looks like there's definitely a supernatural layer to all of this. And um, yeah, I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know if I feel like I don't know if I love it. I don't know if I'm like, it's a little bit too much. I don't know if I'm like, get over yourself like it's an American Horror Story season. So like, what else did you expect? But I really I guess there's a lot of questions that came up this episode that um, kind of answer the reason why they gave us what they gave us in the first episode in the first couple episodes, I could say even right like, I feel like they set you up for a certain thing, but then by, I guess, the middle of this episode, you're like, nope, this is going to be a little bit different. And then a lot of other questions start to, like, come up. And I'm like, okay, like, what is the situation right now? Yeah. And, like, that's always, like, the thing, right? Like, you're trying to guess where the jump off point is, where this thing is going to take a, a big turn. Yeah. Right now... I trust them, but like I also don't trust them. Like I don't know what to make For, of it just yet. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I was saying. Like we already had mentioned Roanoke in our last couple of podcasts and I was I'm just afraid that it's going to take that turn, but yeah. yeah, I do have a few things. Let's talk about it really quickly. Um in this episode, there were a few big murders. Um Mr. Jingles kills the main psychiatrist in like the first two minutes of the episode. Yeah. Um, she was completely useless. And he also ends up killing a I guess he's a porn producer. Like is yeah, he like the he's, guy? He's like Xavier's porn guy, basically. Like porn director. guy, yeah. So he, he like dies. got him into like some crazy shit. But so was he it, was like spying on Was it Jingles like, that guys. killed him for sure? Like, do we know that for sure? I guess we don't know that for sure, but then again You're he assuming. did like take his ear. Yeah, and that's true. Like I think fair to assume that it could be him. I guess. Yeah, it's safe to assume that it is him. Okay. Um, I will say though that it is very sketchy that on an overall, Margaret just got like super duper sketchy this episode. Like she's a huge question mark for me. I have no idea like what her angle is. It worries me because the minute they start getting really obvious, that's when I start to question. I'm like, why are they feeding us this information? Why are they like going overboard with like her dramatics and her like sketchiness? Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. It was definitely like she was extra sketch this episode. For sure. And yeah, so I think those are the main main big things that happen. We do get a little bit of a uh, kind of background story from two characters, one of them being Brooke and finding out that she was about to get married last summer and then she had like the worst wedding of all time. Yeah, like, <laughs> like <laughs> the, probably the worst situation that you can ever ask for. She marries a guy or she's about to marry the guy and the guy gets like super duper jealous while they're on the like you know like they're at the altar and he like kills her it looks like her dad i think it was like her her dad dad, that walked her down the aisle kills her dad kills his best best man slash best friend and then shoots himself and then leaves her it was just very 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 like shocking and you know it's just making me really question who she is as a character and like where 
what's happening with her life. Because it's just too hard to believe. I didn't believe it. I'm sorry. I was like, this is crazy. Like, you, this shit never happens. You know? It's a, and, and that's the thing. It's like, should we just believe her and go along with this at this point? Because she's already had, like, two crazy things happen to her this episode. Or, the like, so far in the season. And I just feel like are we going to see the truth or is a twist going to be like, ha ha I was just joking everybody like, or is like, I don't know. Or so this is my, so we'll talk about my final theory, like before we get into our roundups. But, um, another, uh, back story that we get is from Richard Ramirez. Like we kind of find out why he's like a psycho murderer rapist. Um, when he's having that fucking conversation with Margaret, like randomly, like, what did you think of that whole situation? He keeps seeing the um the guy. What's his name? The the camper from the Jonas. And we find out that he's Jonah or something. Jonas. Yeah, yeah, Jonas, and he's stuck in he's stuck in a loop. Like he's it's almost like he dies and then he comes back to life and he's back in back at Camp Redwood and even Margaret and him have a conversation. And she's like, "Yo, I think you're like a ghost," and he's like, "I'm a ghost." Because, like, they know each other from, like, 1970, but he's he has an age while she has. I feel like that was definitely one of the biggest revelations of the episode where she's like, oh, my God, I know you. And he's like, oh, I know you. So he was he was in the room or a part of that whole thing when, like, everyone got killed. Um, Right. And I think what the most important thing is to, like, take away is that he's his version of events of that night are a little different from, like, her story, because in his version, like, she looked Yes, she was covered in blood, but, like, she was fully standing. Like, she didn't look as fucked up as, like, she seemed in her version of events. So I feel like there's something going on and, like, the truth is very, very, like, skewed, you know? Yeah, and I I don't know, like, what they're going to do with this in terms of, like, skewing our storyline so much. Like, I... I don't know what their end goal is going to be for all of this because I do feel like the overarching feel that I'm getting from this whole story is like almost like the camp it was representing like purgatory. Like, I don't know if you're if you're getting that vibe or if you think that that's the theory. But like, I feel like definitely there is something that brought all of these characters here and as the season goes on, we're going to learn a little bit more about, like, Chet. And we're going to learn a little bit more about Ray. And Yeah, um, I mean, it's very you know, possible that it's, like, they're in some sort of, like, hell or, like... Yeah, Redwood I mean, if Jonas is... a very, like, weird name. Yeah, and, like, literally Jonas is a character who is literally coming back to life every five seconds. Like, he can't leave Redwood. So a part of me is like, okay, like, he's stuck there. Like, it's some type of hell... You know, like Margaret had a near like death murder experience. House? Do you think it's going to be like Murder House? I, I mean, everybody loved Murder House. So there's like a reason that, you know, we loved Murder House so much because it was like that whole ghost twist story. But I feel like it's so obvious this time around that I'm like, I don't know. Like, why would you do that? Do it again. Like, you're already you're already telling us straight up that Jonas is a ghost in the first two episodes so what else are we supposed to guess whereas in murder house it was like the gag of the whole season was like oh yeah like tate has been dead and like so is this person and so is this person so there were there were more reveals yeah but what (laughs) nothing (laughs) i'll mention it after okay um but yeah i and i i don't know like what margaret's angle is we can talk about her a little bit more but there is just like a whole a bunch of things that kind of happened this episode that I was like, what's happening right now? Like, are we in purgatory? Is everybody dead? Like, like I said, like Brooke had a near death experience. She could have died at the wedding. You know what I mean? Um, Like there's just too many scenarios where people 
almost die that I'm like, I don't know why. Like, maybe it's like a final destination place where everybody has to die at Camp Redwood. I guess I I guess I can say now because I don't know if we're going to have time for that after. But what I'm thinking is definitely like I don't know if they're in some sort of like purgatory, but I feel like some of the cast is not real. And I feel like they're ghosts. And like figments of imagination, or maybe, something. but like, or that their souls are stuck in this camp. Like, I definitely think Trevor, right. and I definitely think Nurse, um, what's her name? Uh, Nurse, uh, I don't know, Nurse, the nurse, Jackie. <laughs> uh, nurse uh, Trevor and Nurse Rita. I think they are ghosts, but the significance of that, like, I still don't understand why. And I'll, t- and I'll tell you my reasoning why I think that they are ghosts. First of all, we never saw their, like, origin story of, like, how they even, like, showed up in the camp, right? Like, Trevor just kind of, like, rolled in. He's like, I got a big dick. Then Nurse Rita (laughs) was just like, oh, like, I just, like, work here. Like, they're like, don't you have, like, a real job? And she was like, yeah. She's like, but I'm a camp counselor. Right. Fast forward to this episode where how funny is that their van, like, they crashed their van, right? And so they have no other way of leaving. Of course, Trevor and freaking Nurse Rita, they're like, Oh, we have cars. Like, we can, like, put you guys, like, in our cars. And I was right. like, oh, cool. Like, they're actually going to, like, run away. And then they're like, oh, no, we forgot our keys. Like, we have to go back into camp and... To get our keys. To get our yeah. keys. And then they were, they never even find up their keys in the end. Like, Rita, the right. nurse, doesn't find her keys. I think it's just weird, That's but I don't know what that means. Like, w- like why those two characters? What are they right. going to do? Are they, like, evil spirits? Are they trying to kill everyone else? Exactly. I and I, like... I, I will say that I was kind of shocked that everybody, like, everyone else was freaking, or I shouldn't even say everybody else, like, when the body was found outside of the showers, like, yeah, the guys were freaking out for a second, and then when Brooke came in, like, she, like, lost her mind, but then, um, it's funny that you mentioned Trevor, because Trevor was like, oh, here she goes, like, as if he's so unfazed by a literal dead yeah, body in true. front of him. That's true. So I was like, why does he not care about this situation? Like, why is he he freaking out? Is it because he's like this macho big dick guy? Or is it because like he knows more than they do? Um, yeah. So like I said, lots of shit happened. There was a conversation with the Night Stalker and Margaret. There was a conversation with Jonas and Margaret. Um, and, you know, Margaret's obviously pushing like her Jesus storyline, which is really interesting. And uh, part of me was like... Are they going to do like a Freddy versus Jason storyline with like the Night Stalker going after um, Mr. Jingles because she was like, no one can die at this camp. And I'm like, but why, though? And like, what does that even mean? Yeah. Like, I definitely feel like Margaret knows more than. Oh, of course. She's putting on. Of course. And I just want I just want to know what it is. Um, all right. Let's get into our recap roundups. Recap roundups. Best moment. Um, what was your best moment? Honestly, like, I really couldn't think of a, a best moment of the episode. Um, but I did, like, and I'll say this right now. I just don't like that we're stuck in, like, one night. And I do feel like this right. is all very weird that you're saying it's purgatory. And, like, the night's never ending. Like, where are the kids? Yeah. Like, when is when are we going to get to morning? Are we ever going to see morning? Exactly. Um, and I was reading a it's comment true. and someone was like, I feel like we're going to be stuck in this, like, night cycle. We're never going to get to see, like, the next day. Um, but what we oh. may see is like a, the flashbacks, right? And like their origin stories. And I did enjoy like Brooke's story. It was just a little crazy. But I do right. want to see more of that because if that's the only thing that's going to take us away from the current storyline, like 
I want to see more than just like a dark forest camp like location. Agreed. I definitely wanted to see it like progress, yeah. and I think that it's too, it's too early on. Like it's episode two for us to stay in this like nighttime horror movie. Like we need to it move forward. It very much feels like Roanoke in that sense too. You know. Yeah, exactly, and that's what I don't want it to be. And yeah. I feel like, you know, I don't know. Have you ever seen Happy Death Day? No. It's a movie. That kind of has that feel of like, you know, the repetitiveness that like keeps happening over and over and over again. So it'd be interesting to see if like that is what they try to take on for this season. But I don't know. I don't feel like it's a terribly original idea. I don't know if it's like what I wanted from the season wish, at all. I almost wish they went with the totally original idea, like totally like typical um, slasher theme. I just wish they had yeah. went, like went with that and was like, no, this is just like A to B. Like freaking Sasher, and that's it. But yeah. it's not like there's some supernatural element for sure involved. And it's in funny because I was like listening to our podcast from last week, and you all you said was like just go along for the ride. I'm like, I don't know if this is the ride <laughs> I want to be on. <laughs> I don't know if this is exactly what I want. Um, okay, going on to my best moment. Obviously, it's gonna be the shower scene. I know it was dark in there, but yeah, like, I, I got to see, see some like I couldn't see anything. I saw some glimmering abs, and they got like it was just good it was goodness it was the best part of the episode in the sense that like you're right everything was so dark this episode like literally dark like you couldn't see shit um so at least they like brought some sexiness to it before that guy got stabbed in the face but yeah yeah. wtf moment what was your wtf moment um my wtf moment is gonna go to the margaret and richard ramirez conversation because it was so freaking eerie and so (laughs) weird and I think in their conversation, there's a lot of hidden gems in there. So, like, if you ever rewatch it, I feel like you can pick apart their dialogue and, like, really, For sure. you know, see where she's coming from. You she see, said you some great his stuff. origin story, but it's mostly in how she reacts to, like, who he is. And you're like, yeah. this girl's fucked up. It's crazy because, like, <laughs> you think that somebody... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bed. fuck. <laughs> um... No, it is, it's crazy because you think that you would like take this whole like other route and be like, oh my God, you're a devil. Get away from me. Like what the hell? But like right away she was like, oh, you worship Satan. Like, why do you feel that way? Like she basically became like like a therapist and talked him through his like feelings and she was like all about it and he was very like like receptive to it so he sounded very like okay i'm gonna listen to this girl and i'm like why are you listening to her what does she know and like why aren't you going crazy now like why aren't you bloodthirsty but um she started talking about freedom and all this other stuff i'll I'll, maybe i'll bring it up in a quote but it's you know what yeah it was it was a it was a really weird moment i think after their conversation i really like i looked at this episode in a really different way like it was almost like all these people are dealing with some sort of trauma or some sort of like yeah. really fucked up moment in their life or some sort of fear yeah. and like maybe that's 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 the theme of the season like it's just people's fear and it's all different it's based on different people i don't know like and yeah, how you cope I, I, with that you know because i do definitely feel like brooke is seeing some shit like i feel like nothing's really hot ha- like the things that she's seen, like, they're not really happening. I don't know. Right. Well, that's the thing. It's funny because uh, when the the camper, what's his name, Jonas, shows up the first time around, I'm like, oh, my God, she didn't see him behind the door. Like, yeah. he was actually, like, 
she actually is imagining yeah. shit and like you know we're getting our like everything's getting played tricks on um but then when you find out that he's like keeps re- resurrecting you're like okay so like she did see him he's just he just keeps dying so yeah i just like it is very much this whole episode was very like wcf for me so yeah in terms of that i couldn't really pinpoint one exactly like you mentioned one of them that moment with richard ramirez I'm going to also like just throw in the wedding because I thought that was crazy fucked up. I was like, did not expect it. It just did a quick like flash to like last summer and then like the whole sequence happened. And I was like, I obviously assumed that like there was shit that was going to go down because obviously he doesn't exist. Like the husband doesn't exist in the future. But like to see it happen, I was like, holy shit. And also like, how did you get out of that alive? And how are you not like traumatized and why aren't you like in a psych ward? Like I would have gone crazy if I saw my like fiance well maybe she is that's a good point um also i definitely was like the wtf moment was also like seeing jonas die over and over again and at one point in time like he says to richard ramirez he says like you're not supposed to be here i don't die here which like means he knows where he dies but then like richard ramirez is like why do you keep coming back to life and that's what kind of brings him to go to to margaret and talk to talk to her yeah Um, talk to her um yeah so there's a lot of wtf moments this episode for sure mvp um, my MVP is going to go to Richard Ramirez because I do feel like they did focus on him a little bit in this episode. And I'm curious to hear what you have to say. Like, are you interested in this character? Do you care where his like origin story comes from? Um, like, do you care about him? I did yeah. like him. I just I want to know what like everyone has to say about him. See, I have I'm like conflicted in that regard because I feel like there's a side of me that's like. Yeah, I'm totally interested in it, but I think that it goes back to like what we said about the entire podcast when we did American Crime Story with Andrew Cunanan and like mm-hmm. how you I don't like the idea of having to like, you know, sympathize yeah, for and like you're um, glorifying, a murderer. Not glorifying, but like you're writing a story about this character who was a real person exactly. and killed a lot of people and like why are we delving into his psyche? Like yeah. why not just create like, I don't, a fake character? Why ha- why do you have to use him? And right. I find it weird that like they've already used him before in HS Hotel. Like he he was in. It's true. Yeah. He was in like he a was in that. quick episode. But like, what's yeah. your fascination with him? Like, I don't get it. Like, why not just have like another random killer? Yeah. I, I outside of the fact that it's like 1984, and I'm sure like he was actually around he, in yeah, LA like when time. it was happening. It was. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm just like, yeah, I don't understand the connection. I don't know why there's like he should, he's literally having a therapy session. Um, and like now he's like I said he's gonna be like this Freddy versus Jason situation mm-hmm. where like they're both gonna go after each other I think it's gonna be entertaining like that being set up but like I don't know if I needed to feel bad for him and how he had like an abusive relationship like you know yeah. abusive childhood and I don't know if I want to delve even deeper into his care like what he's gonna become it's a good guy at the end of all of this like I don't I don't exactly know. it's interesting because I did mention like the theme might just be like everyone's fears um, and I think right. his fear is the fact that this guy keeps coming back to life. He's like, he's like, I she killed him, and he came back. Like, that must be the that must be the biggest fear for a serial killer is like that they come back and they yeah, haunt like you. He has, like you know, yeah, like his power over him is not like winning. Like, yeah, he, he exactly. He keeps like losing every single time. That's yeah. true. He's my MVP mostly because like he was a big focus of the episode, and I think between sure. him and Margaret, like you do see a lot go down. So. 100%. So that being said, my MVP is going to be Margaret. And even though she's a sketchbag and even though I think she's a weirdo, 
um, and I and I, we're not really sure if she's going to be on the good side or the bad side. I was very uh, impressed by the fact that she literally persuades the night soccer, aka like Richard Ramirez, to yeah, sure. kill Mr. Jingles, and like she like she was just like she the way that she went about it was very um, impressive, and I was like, good for her. Like it was she's basically natural. getting one killer. Yeah, you know, like she's done that's this before, true. or like she knows almost what she's in a doing. weird way. Yeah very sketchy something's up with her i don't know anyway lvp um who's your lvp um my lvp wasn't a person and again like i'm reaching here because (laughs) i really couldn't think of an lvp i know you chose the psychiatrist but like other than that like i didn't know who else was a failure but i will say yeah yeah i'm shouting out all like everyone's memories because i do feel like they're fucking with the people's perspectives and like yeah how someone remembered a moment and i feel like that might be a big um like factor throughout the season of like whose interpretation are we seeing now maybe yeah maybe for sure maybe and that's the thing i'm like i don't know if i'm gonna want to watch a season that's like that i like feel like it's a little too much like i don't know if i want a perspective season i didn't think that that was i thought it was gonna have fun in the 1980s and that's really what i wanted to see i just wanted to see like a really basic ass slasher you know like season i don't need yeah. ghosts coming back i don't need like lord jesus like quotes <laughs> you know anyways yeah no i agree um my lvp is gonna go to the psychiatrist as you mentioned because she was literally useless you yeah. set they like set her up and i know that in most horror movies like they do end up dying like right away because uh, they're like we tried to save him this whole all these years and I he mean, killed me anyway in, like i feel like it happens a lot the one michael myers like he, the guy lost the entire freaking series <laughs> You know? Yeah, I mean, I think he does die like in like the newer ones, like Halloween yeah, H two O or whatever. But, but do you think she'll come back? No, I think she did. That's it? <laughs> like we saw her in the water, like when Brooke sees her in the water. So I think that like she's dead, dead for sure. Yeah. I just, oh, I just can't. Like I just feel like it's it was such a waste situation to even like get us set up for yeah, it and then so like true. nothing came of it you know what though i think that they may link back to the like the asylum or wherever they wherever she came from like i feel like she's made that connection for us now that we know that like he escaped from right. somewhere so maybe at some yeah. point they'll bring that back like later on or something i don't know and she does have a conversation with him doesn't she says she like she says his first name before he attacks her and he does say to her like i didn't think that mr jingles was ever going to talk but he does he ends up saying like you're right i am i am a monster and then he kills her or like cuts off her ear because she's already dead at that point i feel like he's not going to be as scary as he's made out to be i feel like we're going to like him by the end of this and that's the thing a part like before he like kills her on screen i was like oh maybe he's just like misunderstood and he's like out to get revenge on margaret because like he like she tarnished his name or something but i'm like no he's actually a killer Mm -hmm. so i don't really know like maybe margaret is like hurt his daughter or something like we don't know for sure like we don't know her history like where she comes from like why he like anyway we'll we'll see how that all goes the The best best line. line what was your best line Best line is um, between Margaret and uh, what's his face, Robert Ramirez. She said, you know what's great about God? You can use him to explain why something happened, but you can also use him to explain why you did something horrible. All you need to have the freedom to do what you want is two things, God and trauma. So like, obviously this is very big on her part. Like, what did she do? Like, what has she done that like, 
she's yeah. talking about getting away with shit you know it just makes she's using that. like she's basically yeah she's basically giving us the answer to like how she's been living her life essentially she was like as long as you're a holy person you can get away with literal murder totally yeah so I think that she just gave us the key to like everything that's gonna happen the rest of the season. Yeah. We can already probably pit that she's gonna be a villain of some in some regard. And he Maybe would she's totally the mastermind. Do that for Leslie Grossman, you know, like he would make yeah. her the focal point of the season. I could see that for sure because she's cool or whatever. But I, yeah, I, I that was definitely one of my favorite lines as well. Um, so since you took a serious one, I'm gonna take a a couple fun ones. One of them was from Chet, and it's like when they're all running away at the very end of the episode, and he goes, I can't die with a guilty conscience. I did those steroids. Yeah. <laughs> and Montana's like, yeah, we all fucking know. Like, she just, like, yells it really loud, and I was, like, dying of laughter. I was like, yeah. it was a good moment it to, like, good. at least have a bit of comedy in this, like, relatively serious situation where they're all, like, running for their lives. And then um, another one, a uh, funny one that happened between margaret and jonas when he realizes that he's dead he goes am i a ghost and she says who am i dan Aykroyd? i don't know and i guess it's a reference to like ghostbusters right you oh yeah yeah okay because i was wondering i was like yeah. do you know that reference because i'm like it, it went over <laughs> my head but i also like when when um she said there are ghosts in the bible and you're here so they must be real i just feel like yeah. that's a very like it's depicting the entire season so i do feel like there's gonna be mother effing ghosts you know but like it's but very much to your point like are they are we are we seeing another season of murder house just out I know. of camp if, if it is know? honestly i'm not down for that I'll, I'll say it straight up like murder house was murder house and it made sense and it worked but like even with hotel they did that like they brought back ghosts yeah, like they brought back ghosts I don't know. I'm very interested to see what the season's going to be like. I feel like they definitely threw us a whole twist and a loop this episode. I didn't expect basically anything that happened this episode yeah, at all. Um, so and I'll be very interested to see like, how who's it all works. knocking out. at the door. Right. At the very end, right? Yeah. I don't know. Was it Jingles? Was I it? I don't know. It just feels so like fake and heightened Margaret? and like extra yeah. dramatic. So I, I don't know. We'll I see. I, We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I think that it's still, I think outside of all the weird shit that happened, it's still an entertaining se season so far. I think that watching the characters go through it, even if, even though they're just basically screaming and crying, um, I think it's fine. Like, there are some characters that I'm not in love with 100%. Like, Xavier is really fucking annoying. Can't wait for him to die. Like, but there are some characters that I feel like don't have enough screen time for them, us to kill them, like, for them to kill them off yet, like Chet and Ray. Uh, like, I want to see what they're going to do with their characters before they kill them off. Because, like, really, when you look at it, it's not a very big cast. And, like, they are big names. So you you would assume that they're going to get these big roles and then get killed off. I so mean, we have, like, eight more episodes to go. So I think true. they're going to have to do something to fill it up, you know? Yeah, 100%. Um, and that's it guys let us know what you guys thought about it in the comments below I do and have to say I do have to say like half the fun is really reading your guys' comments like under our podcast and like seeing yeah, how sure. you guys are taking the whole season and like what your thoughts are and what your predictions are um, so be sure to like tweet us Instagram us definitely at yeah recap underscore rewind send us what you guys think so that we can like, and definitely keep those coming like I think that and, like MB like, was saying like it. I think that it's gonna be a really uh, fun watch and I think that throwing in these comments and I think because we don't know what the hell's going on we're always open to like hearing people's ideas and like what people thought about the season so far really quick I just want to for like all the movie fans 
um, I was reading one of the like reviews or comments or something and someone picked up the fact that the beer that they're drinking is Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. And someone right. mentioned that there's some sort of throwback or some sort of like reference to a David Lynch movie called Blue Velvet. Okay. I oh, read wow. the synopsis. Jeez, I can't find is... links to it, but there is something about a missing ear being cut off in that film. So I feel like there Ooh. is some sort of link. You guys do the okay. do the research for me. You guys come back, guys, tweet us, Instagram Guys do the research and come back. The movie and we'll talk is about called it. Blue Velvet, and I want to know what you guys have to say, or like if you guys have any connections or theories, because for sure there's a link for sure. That whole yeah, ear ear cutting yeah. thing off, like 100. percent So I'm curious to That's, see what you guys have to say about that. For sure, I'm all down for like any leads that we can get from this and solve this mystery before we get even more confused. I just want to take the time to thank our patrons of the episode. In our Rewinder Squad, we got White, and then we got our Lit Rewinders. Thank you, Sarge, Soleil, Serena, Tina Ann, Jessica, and Kate. And our Mommy Rewinders, thank you to Grace, Becca, Sarah, and Tamala. If you would like to join our Patreon family, check us out at patreon.com slash recap underscore rewind. And if you join, you'll get access to all the things Recap Rewind, including exclusive contests, content, and updates. Um, so check us out. And guys, we're having a very special contest right now for our American Horror Story listeners and a Riverdale listeners. We're having a contest where you can win an Amazon gift card and a pop socket. Mm. And all you have to do is go to iTunes and leave us a review. Hopefully it's five star or four star. Um, and just leave a review. And we're going to do a contest draw in December. And then we'll let you guys know. But you guys get a chance to win an Amazon gift card and a pop socket. So why like, not? Like, just do it. Guys. Just do it. That's all you need to do. Just comment. Yeah. Yeah, we're bribing you. But uh, <laughs> just do it. It's fine. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> finally, finally, finally. Make sure you guys check us out on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, Speaker, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, Facebook. We're literally everywhere. So make sure you guys stay connected to join the conversation. Like, subscribe, follow, review, comment, tell all your friends about us just to stay engaged with Recap Rewind. And that's it from us. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.